Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. There's too many people out in this world that are saying, oh, it's okay. You can do that. It's okay. Right. Just ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Or it's okay that you're doing it. God loves you anyway. God loves you anyway. If you really studied God's love, you would realize that, no, he doesn't like that. And you need to tell him the truth. Right. He hates that type of behavior. Exactly. So that's why it goes back into the next section. It says rejoices in truth. If you don't rejoice in iniquity, that means you rejoice in truth. Right. A lot of people don't want it. Some people tell you, well, truth is relevant. No, no. God says, I have truth. This is my truth. Right. You know. And this world's truth is very skewed mm-hmm. compared to what the truth of the Bible right. is. You said you were going to talk about that word. When are you going to talk about it? Um, I, for the next podcast, it's going to be about uh, Bathsheba. And I was, I'm throwing, I'm tossing around the idea of, do I call it a skewed love or skewed love? And because they both kind of mean the same yeah. thing. So I'm, I, but we won't know until the podcast is over for her. Exactly. Um, anyway, I, I'm, I really like that word right now. Okay. Okay. So definitely, yeah, there's it's about yeah. to, one, of, one of those words is about to be the title of the Bathsheba's. Right. Nice. Thing. This is going to be called so, What is Love? Oh, yes, as and it should. Yeah, because we, because it is. It's it's, a perfect question. What is it? Yeah, because I'm, like I said, when you go through this, you're going to realize that I don't, you're going to have to ask yourself, do I really love? And if I don't, what do I need to change? Right. Um, It was a very convicting, very convicting study, and I've had to make changes. Um, Because after you rejoice in truth, it says love bears all things. It means we carry others' burdens. We walk a trial. Sometimes we have to walk a trial with someone. Yeah. Because we need prayer partners. We need people to help us. The Lord didn't say, he told us we weren't going to be by ourselves. We need iron sharpens iron. iron. We need somebody to cry on their, uh, we need to be able to cry on somebody's shoulder right. and them, um, you know. Right. Like you and I, there's times where I say, all right, and I'm about to go through a trial and I am so sorry, but you're coming with me. And I always, always <laughs> tell you, it's an honor. We'll do it together. Yeah. Whatever happens. I don't care right. whoever it is. If anybody Vice else, versa. Yeah. And if anybody else needs somebody to go with them, I'll go with you, go through yeah. with you. And then that's one of the other things when I was reading as a, a story that hit me that someone told me one day, it was very difficult. They had two sets of friends. They were great friends. They were always together. They were married couples. They were always together. One couldn't have children and the other one got pregnant. And it was very difficult because the the ones who were rejoicing yeah. wasn't really caring about the people who couldn't have the baby. The ones who couldn't have the baby weren't rejoicing the other couple. Right. And they and, weren't celebrating with no, each other. And and they weren't hurting with each other. Yeah. And they wound up not being friends anymore. Yeah. Oh, and it was very, sad. very sad. Yeah. And we are, that's, and as it goes back to that whole love thing about not parading and not being envious and not being puffed up, you know, and we're supposed to bear things together, you know, that the couple who couldn't have children should have been happy with them, with them, but the ones who 
could have children should have said, hey, will you be with me on this? You know, they should have been able to work it together. You know, it it was sad. Right. Yeah. When I'm when I'm um, mentoring women and because of the the trial that they go through, I I walk it with them. Right. Right. Every time. Right. But uh, you've also had some women who who want to go into the quicksand and and they want you to come with them. And you're like, yeah. And you're like, I can't jump in there. Yeah, I can. I can pull you out. Yeah. I will help you and pull you out. We can walk this way. Yeah. But I can't walk that way. Yeah. I can feel your pain with you, but I'm not going to jump in the, the mud yeah. pit with you. Right. I, yeah. I pull you out. You right. Can, we can walk together that way. Right. I can tell you how many times I've had, you know, women get mad at me because I'm like, look, I can't fix your husband. Right. I can only help you. Right. And all they want is their husband fixed. I don't even try to fix their husband. Yeah. It's like, that's not my job. That's not my place. I can't help them. They're have quite to, shocked yeah. when yeah. I when I give them the tool bag that the Lord has given yeah. me because it has nothing to do with their husband. No, I can't. We have to <laughs> literally right. at all. We have to start with you first. Yeah, you know, and let the Lord work on them. Yeah, however the Lord's going to do it. The Lord might send somebody. Lord, who knows? Yeah, and because I, I, we, some of the ladies that I talk with, they are married, and I absolutely do not. Um, uh, suggest divorce, condone, right. hate divorce, hate it. Um, and and they're not wanting to get divorced. They're just wanting help on right. learning how to love um, and be with and stay with somebody who right now is very unlovable. Right, right. You know? Um, and then the next one, it says believes all things. Now, that doesn't mean you believe, trust everyone what they say. This means to cover. Um, such as First Peter four eight. Above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Again, that's not condoning inappropriate behavior. That doesn't mean condoning abuse. Uh, Proverbs ten twelve says, "Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins." It goes back to that grace. And I'm, I'm going to have to ask you right here: is um, do we continue or do we do we continue this next time? Because it's already late. Um. Let me see. Some. I'm sorry. Somebody was knocking on my door. Oh. Um. Let's see. How many pages do we have left? We we have several. We have a lot of scripture oh, to go through because I want to sure. show the scriptures to back all of this up. We're on page three out of five, and we got a lot of. It's up to you because we get, but we got a lot of scripture to go through because it it backs up everything about love and why it's about love and not light. Why we are to love everyone, even the unlovable. Doesn't mean we like their actions. It doesn't mean we approve of their behavior. It just means I love you enough. I'm going to pray for your salvation. Yeah, I hate to stop right now. What do you think? Um, it's um, it's eight forty-five. Right. Well, I'm on your time. You're on my time. Um, think we can do it in an hour. We can try. Is that a no? <laughs> no, wait, wait, let's try it. Let's try it. <laughs> you tell me. All right. Yeah, I'm on my Kit Kat's time frame. Yeah. I um, have to tell Ray about two hours and 12 minutes in. He, he might need to do some editing. You may um, or may not hear this, ladies. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go for it. All right. I mean, so after, believes all means covers up. Meaning if you really love somebody, you won't hold it against them. It's not, like I said, it's not meaning I, That's I agree. It's a forgive thing. It's a forgive thing. It doesn't mean you accept their behavior. But mm-hmm. if somebody was rude to you one day and said something mean to you, even if 
I remember my mom talking about this one couple. I mean, she was really hurt because her husband said some really mean things. Well, he had had a really bad day at work and he just let it fly. You know, he asked for forget. He, he, he apologized later. But sometimes that does happen, especially when it's somebody close to you. You have a habit of just picking everything up on them. Right. What this means is I'm not going to hold it against you. I may not like what you said, but I'm not going to hold it against you. Yeah. There is a time acceptable. Sometimes your child just acts out. You have to stop it back up and go, okay, maybe instead of working on the whole disciplining thing and teaching, maybe they just need a little extra love. You know, maybe they just need a little extra. Maybe they had a bad day. They might have had a bad day. Somebody I mean, stole their crayons. Exactly. You know what, though? Why do people think that kids can't have a bad day? They have bad days all the time. That's what I mean. Kids can have a bad day. Doesn't mean you don't teach them or don't discipline them, but that's when you have to pray and ask the Lord, like, Lord, is something else going on? Maybe somebody's spitting their pudding. You I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Somebody just might have said something wrong and it just hurts a little feeling. Yeah. But I'm saying is that's what believes all things means. It covers up. It means I'm going to look at the best. I'm yeah. not going to hold it against you. You may have had a bad day. We have bad days. Exactly. Everybody has I bad days. I know I've said things I shouldn't have said. But you want people to grace you when you've got a bad day? Exactly. But not to the point of bad behavior either. You know, there is a fine line. Right. There is this a line. Is a one-time thing or is yeah. this an all-day thing every day? Right. Big difference. You know, hey, and some people do have a bad... So, I mean, sometimes the warfare gets bad and it's just bad for days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but that's why he's saying is if you really love the person, don't hold it against them. Right. You know, sometimes they may not apologize. You know what? You know, it's okay if somebody doesn't apologize. Sometimes their actions will do it, but they may never verbally say, I'm sorry. They may not realize they need to, or right. they may not have ever been taught how. Right. Well, yes. And you know what? A uh, pastor uh, told us that he, um, his son had come home late for dinner and he said, look, you need to apologize to your mom or you need to go to your room. He said, fine, I'll go to my room. And he realized that was his fault because he had never apologized to his wife in front of his kids. They didn't know how. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes you don't realize, sometimes they did something wrong, but they really didn't do something wrong. It was all in your head. Yeah. You think they did something wrong. So they don't know they have to apologize because they didn't know they hurt you. We were never taught to apologize. My parents never apologized. I had to learn as an adult right. when I was calling my soon-to-be ex-husband. That's right. when the Lord taught me how to apologize. No, my mom. It was terrible. It was terrible. I learned how to over-apologize. <laughs> ah. You know, and I have to watch that because people are like, you didn't do it. I'm like, yes, I you, didn't. You. I know. I'm sorry it happened to you. Germans have two I'm yeah. sorry's. I'm sorry I did it to you, and I'm sorry it happened to you. So sometimes I'll look I'm at- full-blooded German, and I don't do that. Yeah. So I have to remind myself, yeah. and sometimes I do remind myself, I'm like, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. You know, because that works sometimes. I'm like, sorry, you didn't do it. I'm sorry it happened to you. Oh, yeah. thanks. <laughs> it makes a difference. Right. So sometimes, you know, so sometimes what I'm saying is if the other person doesn't apologize, it's okay. Right. You know, they may not even realize they hurt you. Well, how many times did you need to apologize and didn't realize you needed to? Exactly. Exactly. Same thing. You it's may. a two-way street. It's Everything's a, a two-way yep. street. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is hopes all things, which is an, an exception, expectation. Our hope is in Jesus. We have an acceptance. Love means we have hope. We have an expectation in Jesus. So we don't have to give up because there is always hope. Um, people, I have had people say, hey, good luck. I'm like, I don't need luck. I got hope. Right. You know. Right. And the last but not least, endures all things. Go through this life. We can choose joy because we have love for others. This does not mean destroy yourself either or die trying to, you know, have this joy. Does this mean you're. You know, you're allow yourself to be abused. What endures all things as we go through life, we can choose joy. 
we we can, even in a difficult situation, we can still choose joy. Our whole life is a trial. And it's a choice. Our whole life is a journey. Yep. Are you going to go through life being Eeyore and sad, angry, upset? Are you going to go through your trials and your journeys um, loving life and loving the things the Lord has given you and looking at the treasures and the blessings? Right. I mean, it's it's a choice. It's a choice. We get to choose our attitude. We get to choose our behavior. What are we going to choose? Are we going to choose to love and, and go through this life with joy? Or are we going to choose to be angry and hurt and bitter? Yeah, we get that choice. The Lord gives us that choice. Right. And when we talk about covering, you know, Jesus covers our, our sins with his blood if we receive it. You know, and that's a perfect time to remember, you know, Jesus came to die for us. You yeah. Know? Another choice we get to mm-hmm. make. Do we accept Jesus and um, his salvation and his free F-R-E-E yeah. gift? gift. Or not. Yep. Or save through, um, um, hang on, I'm going to say it right, through grace, our faith through grace. Yeah. That's why we need to practice some grace. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about now. We got some, a few scriptures we can go through to help us understand and put all of this love together and why Jesus tells us we are to love. Like I said, there are people in there around us who have hurt us, but in, in it's, we can still love them enough to pray for them. To pray for their salvation, to pray for them. Um, a lot of people have done some really bad things. We can also pray that they learn. I'm, I'm not going to tell you that there's some people I've prayed for. They're like, Lord, I need you to get a hold of them to to teach them what they're doing is wrong. You know? I've done some really bad yeah. things. Right. People have hurt other people. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I love you, but but you you can't, you have to stop hurting people. Right. You have to stop. And and that's why we read on Matthew five forty three through forty eight. You have heard it said, it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. He's telling you, this is how you do it. This is how you love somebody like that. You pray for them. In verse 45, it says, uh, Matthew five forty-five. it says that you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rains on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even tax collectors do so? Tax collectors were about as highly thought about back then as they are today. Right. They were actually one of the most hated people. Yes. And verse 48, therefore, you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. Um, not perfect as we never sin, not perfect as it perfect as in being complete. Mm-hmm. When we love those who don't love us, when we bless those who curse us, um, when we do good to those who hate us and we pray for those who spitely use and persecute us, we're complete in Jesus. Because we're being like him. We're not going to have that bitterness in us. We're not going to have hatred in us. We're going to let it, we're just, we're going to let it go. It's, it's kind of like, it's so easy to love um, your children who love you. Right. Um, but Jesus, he died for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. Not for just those that he loved. Right. And he, there were, um, there was, um, you know. Two thieves. Right. One who accepted, one who didn't. Yeah. But he died for both of them. He died for both of them. And he 
just like he died for us. Exactly. And the you thing know? is, is in some of this, he's saying to do this to help us get through it. Right. So we don't stay in that bitterness and we don't torture ourselves and, and wonder what's going on. Sometimes we have to say, Lord, you're going to take care of this. And I know it. Yeah. You know, and he will take care. I mean, look what Joseph, like you said, that was a good example. Joseph's brothers threw him in a pit. They were mm-hmm. going to kill him. Mm-hmm. One of the other brothers was like, no, 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 don't kill him. You know, he was, was hoping to sell him. No, well, he was hoping that he could get him rescued. Right. Well, the other one's like, that hey, forget happen. killing him. Let's go ahead and just sell him. Make some money. Yeah. And then we'll blame it on some wild animal. Now, why the one didn't just go out and tell the truth? I don't know. But that's beside the point. We can go study that later. Well, he was scared to death. <laughs> Look what his brother said. That's true, too. That's true, too. Might have been yeah. like, well, that's All he had to do was sleep, and they'd kill him. Right. Who knows? They have these they they terrible. terrible thoughts. But look what the Lord did. Joseph went up not hating them. He forgave them. Yeah. I mean, he put them to the test to make sure that they had changed. But, you know, he, he forgave them. But look where his life went. He didn't stay angry, mad, and bitter. He actually had a very blessed life, life. even in the dungeon in yeah. prison. Even in prison, he he wound up or finding favor. Him. Yes, you know. So it's like to do um, what's right, and and bitterness, and it's this old cliche saying, but it is so true. Bitter, uh, letting go of bitterness is not for that other person. It's for you. Yeah. Yes, I get. My ex husband has no idea. No, he could care less about whether I was bitter about what he has done to me or not. Oh, oh exactly. Exactly. Even if he admitted what he had right. ever done, which he never has admitted the abuse. But um, even if he had, he doesn't care if I'm upset about it. He doesn't care if I hate him over it. He doesn't care if I want to kill him in his sleep. Not that I have thought about it. He doesn't care. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. so the Lord did something miraculous. Mm-hmm. He changed my heart right? so that I don't live in that um, dungeon, you know, right. that, that I'm not chained to that for right. the ref- rest of my life. Yeah, because it wouldn't have done you any good. No, because no. he didn't give it a second thought. It would have been me who was destroyed by it. Right, exactly. Um, in First John four eight, he he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So, if people are saying there they don't love, they don't really know God. I agree. And how many people think they know God, and they're like, oh, I, well, I love you God's way. Wait, do you even know what God's or if way they're is? Saying they're Christian and they're hateful and spiteful oh. and screaming and yelling and rude and yeah, nasty. What part of that is love? Exactly. And I didn't say None love is easy. I'm not saying love is easy. Agreed. Jesus said, I'll do it with you. You can't do it without me. He, he already told us in John 15, 5, uh, 5, you know, you can't do it without me. You can do nothing without me. So we can't even love without him because God is love. So don't try to do it on your own. When you know that you're having trouble, you ask the Lord, Lord, help me to love people the way you do. Yep. And I've had to pray that one so many times. There were so many. I've had several family members. I'm like, Lord, help me to love them the way you love them. Yeah. I can't do it. Sometimes the prayer is, Lord, help them to see me the way you see me or help me see them the way you see them. Because that makes a big difference, too. And we have everybody has people in their family that are hard to love. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, the enemy is going to attack you, ladies. If you're married, the enemy is going to attack you to go after your husband. 
He's going to try to put a wedge through you. Oh, yeah. He's going to try to separate you two. He's going to do whatever he can. He's been doing it since the beginning. Exactly. Since Adam and Eve. We talked about that the other day. He's been doing it since Adam and Eve. The best thing you can do is to love your husband no matter what. Yep. I'm not talking about the ones who are doing. You have to love even the husbands who are doing wrong. I'm not saying you have to accept bad behavior. Right. You have to love them enough to pray for them and help them. Even if it's telling them, look, you need to go and get help. Right. Even if you have to call friends and say, look, this is what this person's doing. He needs help. Intervention. Interventions. Now in Romans 12, starting at nine. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. And and hypocrisy doesn't mean basically in short, don't lie. You know, don't don't say you're loving somebody when it's actually out of selfish motive. You know, um, we are supposed to abhor. That's what he's going again. He's saying it himself. Abhor what is evil. You don't accept the things that God calls evil. You want to cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor giving present preference to one another. That's that being humbled, not boasting, not parading itself, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Uh, Verse 12, uh, Romans 12, 12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Again, he's telling us, keep praying, just um, continuing, continuing, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. This is what love does. When we're full of love, this is what we can do. 14, uh, Romans 12, 14, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. That's the verse that that one couple's forgot. The one couple should have been rejoicing with them and the other couple should have been weeping with them. Right. And we are supposed to do that. I've done that several times where, you know, people got that phone call, the, the dreaded phone call. All you can do is cry with them. Right. That's what I did. Just cried with them. That was, that was the best thing you can do. Sometimes there's really no words that you yeah. can express. It's going to help. Right. Just a hug. Sit Just, with them. Cry with literally them. Literally cry with them. Yeah. You know. Um, 12, Share their pain. Exactly. Romans twelve sixteen. Because you know what? Somebody who's not doesn't love would be like, dry it up. I mean, sometimes better. Yeah. Now, sometimes you have a little kid who you have to give it a few minutes and you go, okay, time to ride up. We don't, you know, sometimes I'll ask my little grandson, is crying helping? He told me that the other day he's upset about something. And I'm like, is crying helping? No. I'm like, then why are you crying if it's not helping? Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's not helping. Don't do it. Right. You know, now if he could have given me a good reason, I'm indifferent. You know, I'm crying because it really hurts. Okay, I'll cry with you then. <laughs> right, but uh, but he he wasn't Share really the burden. Yeah, Share he wasn't pain. really hurting. He was just he was getting tired. Right. Uh, Romans twelve sixteen. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. If you're wise in your own opinion. The Lord has a habit of humbling you. Gets good now. Right. Romans twelve seventeen. <laughs> Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Remember that part about don't pick a fight? Don't pick a fight. Don't pick a fight. Here it is. More proof. Yep. Stay humble to my friend. Don't pick a fight. Uh, 1219. Romans 1219. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. In other words, if somebody's doing something wrong, you just let the Lord have it. Deal with it. 
may not be on your timing, may be as fast as you want it, but let the Lord deal with it. It will be better. Right. He can come up with any kind yeah. of revenge or vengeance. Or he'll take care of it. More than you could. Again, it might be that that person just has a, a story. Um, I was uh, reading this one story where <coughs> this husband, uh, this woman bought potatoes when they didn't need it. And he got mad. He got, they had both had been widowed. And she was a wid- uh, widow. He was a widower. And they had gotten married. And he was mad when she came home with like a bag of apples or something. It was extra that they didn't need. And instead of picking a fight or getting angry with him, she goes, I don't understand what is wrong. Well, come to find out it was back in the Depression era. He was in charge of making sure there was no rotted potatoes in the barrel. Because if one gets rotted, they all get uh, uh, the rot will spread, right? Well, he didn't do his job. And they had a bunch of rotted potatoes. So he had never forgotten that. And he was going to make sure that that never happened again on his watch. So when he, she came home with something they didn't really need, it hurt him because he wanted to make sure that, you know, it, it was... Had, it, he didn't want a repeat of his yeah, failure. Exactly. It was a bad memory. Yeah, so he didn't want anything going rotted. He didn't want right. anything to go to waste. Right. But she did the right thing. She asked him, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and once she found out, I mean, she said, I made sure I never brought home duplicates again for something to get rotted. Right. You know, <laughs> made sure. <laughs> You know, well, that's see, that's where you, they could have been they a, talked about it. Yeah, they didn't have to have a fight. They chose yeah. not to fight. They chose to say what's going on. Sometimes choosing to be quiet and just right. listening and they might be yelling and get mad. It may not really be at you. It could be that they're just mad and you're just the final, you know, it's not like you really did anything. Right. You didn't deserve it. But guess what? You can sometimes it helps out and just let them go. Yeah, just let them yeah. vent. Just let them vent. You know, I had um, I had a coworker one day. You can tell it was just a bad day. And he said some things he probably shouldn't have said. And one of my other coworkers just got upset. You know, he's like, you need to apologize. I'm like, I think he was just having a bad day. But, right. You know, um, but it worked out, you know, worked out. Nobody got up, you know, worked out. Anyway, Romans 12, um, 20. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And that goes back to your our mutual friend where he, he came home and she made him a scrambled egg. Right. She did. And that made all the difference. That was a life changing yep. moment right there. Because she chose to be because she choose she chose to feed him to feed him and give him something when he didn't deserve it. Right. You know. It didn't mean she agreed with his bad behavior. Which she did not. No. She chose love and said, here you go. And it made a difference. Yep. Totally changed. And and they're going strong in the Lord today. And and this is where you have to pray. I mean, that's the part. How many times have we read now? Pray, 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 Mm -hmm, pray. mm -hmm. Because the Lord's going to tell you how to deal with it correctly. Because the way she handled it may not be the way somebody else should handle it. Or somebody else should handle it. Right. God is not boring when he handles situations. I mean, how many different ways did we count that he's healed the eyes of the blind? Right. Yeah. He doesn't, he didn't do it the same way. No, he doesn't. So sometimes, you know, and this is, aha, this one kind of goes back to the other one. And this is it. I'm getting it. We're getting closer, ladies. I'm hoping you see in why love is so important and why it's very convicting. And it's not easy, but we got to do it. And I didn't even talk about where it was when it talks about, and I'll have to find it in a second because we're going to mention it because um, we're talking to the ladies, but I want them to see something if they're training their boys, you know, because when I trained my son, I trained him how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luke six twenty seven through thirty six. But I say to you who hear, 
love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. You'd think we'd already read this, wouldn't you? Because we've read it so many times. <laughs> right? Uh, Luke six twenty nine. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other one also. That does not mean accept abuse. <laughs> Again, that does not mean God is saying it's okay to be abused. What he's saying is forgive. You know, does not mean to be a doormat. Uh, we're continuing in verse 29. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. If you're going to give them your jacket, give them your jacket. Don't ask for it back. And just in verse 31, and just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. In other words, if, treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, don't treat them. The, bef- don't hurt them before they can hurt you. Treat them the way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated with love and kindness and respect, be kind, loving, and respectful. It may take a while before them to get the hint, but they will. Right. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? In other words, if you only love people who love you, what's the point? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. In other words, love those who don't love you. Be nice to those who are not nice to you. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive much, uh, receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful just as your Father is also merciful. If God wasn't kind to us thankful, unthankful and evil people, we'd never been saved. Not at all. We couldn't have been saved. And that's why he said, be like Jesus. Very unworthy. Be merciful. Completely mm-hmm. full of sin. Exactly. And that's what the Lord did. Even we, the best of the best here on earth. Mm-hmm. Well, he told us that we were enemies with God. Yeah. So he, that's why he's saying, do you love your enemies. God loved us even when we were enemy. He right? did good. And, he, and our reward comes from the yeah. Lord. Again, Don't, he still died on the cross. Yes. For everybody. Exactly. And he's in and the thing is is we we are to be like Jesus and he will give us a reward. Whether it's on earth or in heaven, I don't know. It could be both. But even if it's not, it's going to be in heaven. And that's what I was going to say as I thought about it. It says, you know, husbands are to love their wives as Jesus loved the church. Well, Jesus was willing to die for the church. So if you're raising a little man, teach him how to love. That's the best thing you can do for his future wife, his future families, to teach him how to love. But you can't teach him unless you're doing it yourself first. You have to be the you example. You have to be the example. Your kids will not learn by, by what you say. They'll learn by what you do. Right. That and speaks they are louder. paying attention. Whether you, like, attention. whether you like it or not, they are paying attention to everything you do and say. Sometimes they're chewers. I remember one time Thray was trying to teach Stevie something, and about two weeks later, Stevie was all excited because he told him exactly what he learned. He had to chew on it first. <laughs> right. Ponderers. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm a ponderer. I get that. I get that. Thing is, is they're listening and paying attention whether we realize it or not. Right. And so if you're going to teach your, your, your future little man how to love his wife, it means he has to make, learn how to make sacrifices, but you're going to have to do it. You're going right. to have to teach him. Um, one more time. You know, ladies, we just, it's about love. You know, it's about, it is about long suffering, about being kind, not envying, 
not parading ourselves or not being puffed up, not being rude and seeking our own, not provoking, thinking not no evil, not rejoicing in iniquity, but rather rejoicing in truth to bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Love never fails. You know, the greatest, the, the greatest is love, you know, because that if we love, if we truly love, we're going to be a very changed person and we're going to help change other people's lives. And we will influence, directly influence the people around us when we are full of love. And people, uh, especially non-Christians, they are watching the Christians. Yes, they are. And how they act. So if you're acting like a non-believer, then why would they? Exactly. Why would they want Jesus? And you did the same thing. I did that. I was like, why am I going to go to church? I didn't see anything different. Why go to church if I don't see anything different? Right. Why I got to change my whole life if, you know. What's the point? Exactly. And so, and, but we are supposed to be the light. We are supposed to be the example. We are supposed to be like Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. And Jesus is all about love. Look what he did. His whole action, his whole life, his last moments, complete love. Yeah. God's love for us from the moment Jesus was born. Yeah. Because he talked about it in the garden. I'm going to make sure I take care of y'all. Right. You know. And so if you're not a believer, if you're listening and you're not a believer, you know, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And, and, the, and, and there is a debt to pay and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of eternal life is Christ Jesus, our Lord. And if we confess with our mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that he's raised from the dead, we will be saved. God made a way where we, could, we were separated from God. Jesus made the way and he is the way, the truth and the life. And no one gets to the father, but through him. He's so I'm gonna, we're going to pray because we're going to close up and pray. But I want you to really sit there and ask yourself, Lord, do I really love? Lord, who am I not loving and who could I love better? Or who am I supposed to love that I don't realize when I realize I don't love? Maybe it's yourself. Maybe it is yourself. You know what? That's a good point. Sometimes we don't love ourselves. Yeah. I know I've struggled with that. I didn't like me. <laughs> didn't love myself. Yeah. I didn't like myself very yeah. much either. I just I struggled with that. And it, and it showed. So sometimes the Lord mm-hmm. might start with you. And yeah. then as he changes you, it's going to spread out. And you're going to show that love to other people around. And they will change. Eventually, they will change. You may not realize it, but they will change. It may not even be around you. It might be around others. Right. You just may be planting the seed. Exactly. Or they might be very different somewhere else yeah. because of your because of the way you are. Yeah. You never know what the Lord's going to yeah. do. He's going to do huge things, multiple things. Right. And the person who is really hurting you, sometimes he will remove them. Yes. Yeah, I'm not saying remove them as in a bad way. I mean, remove them as, you know what? I need to separate you two. I need not, I'm not talking about husband and wives. I'm talking about other relationships. Yeah. Sometimes we do have a hard relationships with people mm-hmm. and the Lord will say, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. I want to move things around. Right. You know. So do you want to close in prayer? Or you want me to do it? Uh, go for it. Father God, Abba, Father, Holy One of Israel, we thank you for this day and this time. We thank you for your lesson, Lord. We just ask that the Holy Spirit would continue to work on us. Um, Lord, we, we did our, the best we could, but sometimes our best is not good enough. And so, Lord, we're just asking you to continue to work in our lives, in these women's lives who are listening, Lord, and that they would truly ask you, Lord, am I loving? And if I'm not, what do I need to do to change? So help us, the Lord, Lord to love those who are unlovable. Help us not to be proud, but to be humbled. Help us to be kind and not rude and not provoke, um, you know, um, fights. Lord, help us to live peacefully. Let the words 
let your word sink deep inside of us, Lord, and let us be changed within so that we can go and make difference in other people's lives. Because, Lord, if we truly love you and believe in what the Bible says, we want to tell everybody that their lives are in danger if they're not believers and that, they're, and that there is a real hell. But sometimes, Lord, we get the opportunity to talk with our mouth, but sometimes, Lord, we get to talk, we more often get to talk with our actions. So show us, Lord, where we need to change so that our actions meet who you are. So we just ask you in the name of Jesus, we pray. And Lord, for those who may not be saved or those who are saved and, and just they have been lukewarm, we are asking for a boldness. We are asking that there is no more lukewarmness, but there is nothing but an on fire for you. And Lord, for those who are not saved, we're asking for salvation because there is a real hell, a real separation. It's going to be terrible. And Lord, we don't want that for eternity. So we thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. We thank you for what you have done, you are doing, and what you will do. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Anything else before we wrap up? No, just our usual that we love them, we pray over them, and we cherish them. Amen. Bye. Bye. Thank you for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encouraged you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over.